Hello. Welcome to, uh, what's... Downfall! Close the airlock! <laughs> Do we need to start over? No, I'm recording. Go, Yanni. Yeah. Our Dungeons & Dragons real play, actual play, role play podcast. <laughs> well, we're playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition in the custom homebrew setting of Downfall, the city of intrigue. We are deep under Downfall in the Warrens, I think. Yeah. Probably. Probably. We got knocked out and dragged somewhere. And we beat a monster. Well, apprehended a monster. We tied it up, and then I guess the zombie in a tuxedo, Smithers, he said, that's good enough, and it turned back to stone or something. Uh, we're not quite there. We haven't got that bit yet. So, yeah, you guys stopped right at the end of the combat. Right now we're at... What? Yeah, that's right. You all stood around getting confused and saying what for a few minutes. As we tied up the monster. Like some kind of weird Monty Python sketch. Yeah. What was that, Josiah? We couldn't hear each other, so we were saying what? Yeah. Um, Alright, so after you apprehend it, uh, Smithers comes up, pushes the button on the rod again, and the ogre turns to stone again, although now in a weird bound. Your, your rope is not stone, but it's... Oh, that's what I was about to ask. Is my rope stone now? Can no. I get it back? You can, but it's going to be a little difficult to get it out from between the bits of stone. Okay. You know, because I'm sure, like, its hands were tight or whatever, so that's... Yeah. But you can you can slip it out with some work. It'll probably hurt your hands. Your arthritis is going to act up. Well, you know. I got dwarf arthritis. I'm used to dealing with it. Yeah. And he says... Dwarfitis. Dwarfitis. <laughs> You have an inflammation dwarf, of the dwarf? Dwarfritis. <laughs> he, he looks at you guys, makes a few more notes on his clipboard, and then says, Excellent work, excellent. I take it you're probably hungry at this point. Famished. You probably are. Really? I don't I could have be. food. I could eat. Is it four o'clock already? <laughs> you're gonna, next you're going to be telling me you need like a regular BM or something. I you're old. <laughs> yep, prunes. Hey. <laughs> Every four hours. There you go. All right, so he says, if you'd come through this door, gentlemen, we can be seated for dinner. I'm working on getting my rope off of the beast. Yeah, so you'll probably like come in a little late or something. Um, and says, the master will be along shortly to join you. And Check you it for poison. As food? They're, as they're leaving. He says, is that what you yell? I cast yeah. poison? Okay. <laughs> I, I cast Mage Hand and have it try to grab the clipboard. <laughs> That doesn't work against clipboards. <laughs> cast your spell. It's cast. It's uh, It would be some that kind of a ability you. check. You're probably sleight of hand. To snag something. Do I don't it? know. Okay. One. <laughs> nice. You kind of smack the butler upside the back of the head. A chunk of scalp falls off. And he just turns around and says, Please do not molest the butler, sir. <laughs> you're so cute. Oh, gosh. All right, so the dining room you're shown into uh, looks like it was a another fairly large crypt room. Um, and you can actually see that there were, like, uh, you know, it's square. And around the walls, there were recesses where there might have been bodies at one point, although they've been removed now, and instead there's candles in most of those hollows. So it's actually a pretty bright room um, with a nicely decorated table and chairs in the center. And there is what I'm going to loosely call food on the table. Hmm? What is it on the table? Is it? It's I, food. I walk up to it. I touch it. It's not fresh. Is it any of it vegetables and not meat? Yes. Because <laughs> old meat is worse than old vegetables. Yeah, it's it's probably edible, but it's borderline. 
I take my rope. Yeah, I, I push it away. Wait, I cast spell. No, I don't have that spell. <laughs> this is a spell. It's like purify. We have food all and of our equipment. Yeah, you have all your stuff. Well, then I get into my backpack and I pull a ration out. How rude! Nobody's watching me. Well, Butler might be. Is wait, will your master be joining us here at the table? Yes. The butler's standing to one side against a wall. Oh, he's there. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm gonna eat it. Eat it. Eat it anyway. Senses of the word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then John, you come in. Hello, guys. Was it poisoned? Who started eating? No poison. It? It's just a rotted food. Well, it's a good thing I'm not hungry. Hmm. I've had worse. <laughs> so you guys sit down. Those of you that are eating, eat. I guess who's eating? I don't think anybody's eating. Nobody's eating. I, oh, he, he's I'm eating a, ration. We have plates no, and we're no, dropping it onto the floor to the hell beast that's underneath the table. I was gonna. I'll wait. I'll wait for your master before we start eating. He shrugs and says, "As you wish." So I get up and start doing calisthenics in the corner. <laughs> About ten minutes later. Um, a door at the far end opens, and what walks in is humanoid in shape, but it has no form. It's, it's, well, you guys would recognize it as, it's a shade. The things that infect creatures and turn them into being, you know, whatever the evil form of that creature is, like a werewolf or a vampire. Oh, right. I was about to ask if it was the same guy that kept escaping from us. No, no, this is a different thing. Oh, this is from the... Player's Handbook you wrote. Right, this is from my guide for Downfall. Well, the shades are are the creatures from Deep Underground that infect the sentient races and turn them into twisted, you know, things like drow or vampires. Or, or gnomes. Or gnomes. Gnomes. <laughs> exactly. Or pixies, I guess. Or, uh, Durgar. Trolls. Ogres. Ogres. I think, Werewolves. Oh, I think it was... Trolls. Orcs became trolls. Was it trolls? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway... One of those walks in. Um, oddly enough, it seems to be wearing clothing, which looks very strange because you're essentially just seeing kind of a <laughs> black shape, a, a blurry, wavery, you know, kind of indistinct, solid cloud of smoke type thing with trousers. Is it just trousers <laughs> and a vest? It sits down and, in definitely, you know, a ring wraithy kind of voice, says, "Welcome, guests." Really need to work on your voices. I know. They're just terrible. <laughs> I stopped doing accents like five or six years ago because they were the worst. <laughs> I don't have to do accents. It's so terrible. You can do other things to change your voice. Greetings. What did you say? Welcome guests. Oh, welcome okay. guests. Uh, Greetings, host. Is the food to your liking? It's a bit old. It will do. Oh, Josiah, you're super quiet. I didn't change anything on this one. That's better. Okay, you said it's super old? I said it's a bit old. Bit old? Okay. I said it will do. Okay, he, um... Why don't you give the cooling pad thing out there? Sounds like he needs it more. Hmm. He shrugs and says, My apologies if the food is... not quite to your liking. I'm still trying to figure this out. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Elders we went around a bunch of computers. Overheating a bit, so they wanted to figure what out. What? What are you trying to figure out, sir? There's kind of a pause, and then in a 
kind of a strange voice. You can't really tell what mood it is. The voice says, or the you know the shade says, "What am I?" Oh, I slip into teacher voice. <laughs> You're a shade, an undead creature that causes sentient creatures to be transformed into more sinister versions of themselves. And almost always evil. Can they do not evil? Um, Only if you're Dursley. Dur- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only if you're a Dursley? Dursley. If it's possible, you guys haven't heard of any cases. Okay. So, you know, you, you give your explanation and he goes, Huh. Must I be evil? Does anyone must be evil? That is the question. I don't know. Um, do I know of any creature that was any shade that was not evil, or any transformed creature that was not evil? Give me a knowledge check. So straight up in, or a history knowledge. Yeah, that would work too. History would work. Uh, twenty-one. Sorry, nineteen. Okay, not that you know of. At best, you can recall some stories where they were tricksters, you know, in terms of, like, their behavior, but you wouldn't call it benevolent. I don't think anything has to be evil. I keep my my mouth shut for what I know. Okay. Actually, there is this creature that we're aware of that tended to be more benevolent than others. He lived in the northern side of the continent. He infected a halfling, became a gnome, but the gnome seemed to care about the lesser creatures around him, the women, the ill children, the orphans, that sort of thing. Bluff check? Sure. Is that Jerome? (laughs) It's Jerome Schmidt. Bluff isn't a thing now. Deception's a thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's part of deception. Five. (laughs) Okay, most of you guys are like... I don't think that's a thing. I'm pretty sure that that didn't happen. Wait, the northern... I'm from the northern area. I don't recall that. (laughs) My intelligence is too low that I totally believe him. (laughs) Wow, that's cool. No, it's your insight. It's your wisdom. That can be low, too, I guess. Yep. My wisdom is average, so I have no idea. You probably are like, I don't think that was a thing. But I'm going to keep my mouth shut. So, you know, your host, it's hard to tell what kind of expression he's making, given there's no features. <laughs> but thoughtful would maybe be the, the appropriate thing. You can tell a lot from posture. Yeah, and that's kind of what you're garnering it from. Eventually says, I want to not be evil. Well, just the just Church just... of Palor <laughs> is always open to other races, but... I suppose something is yours might be similar. Don't you just choose not to be evil? Pretty sure it's just a choice. Well, yeah, well, your actions are a big part of being evil. That's true. He, he says, fascinating. This, this is all very useful and very new. How old are you? I don't know. Do you have a name? I don't think I do. I, I think I've existed for a while. Where'd you get the clothes? Smithers. Oh, I thought you created Smithers. 
No, he found me. Or rescued me, or altered me. I don't I don't understand very well. You know where did come from? Where did Smithers come from? I don't I don't know. I, I think he had said something about a a previous master. Was that it, Smithers? And you see Smithers, you know, over in the corner go, Yes, sir. He's not technically dead or ceased to exist, so I remain. Huh. So where did you find our host, Smithers? He was in an area that shades commonly pass through. I've told him this a number of times, but it seems to be too vague for him to hold on to the memory. But he was behaving different from other shades. He wasn't predatory. So I convinced him to come back here, and then he started changing. Changing to what you see here. Something that seems to be able to think. I'm quite proud of him. You seem to be rather intelligent yourself for a zombie. Most of my brain is intact, sir. Even zombies with intact brains are rather mindless. My master was powerful. Is powerful. Who's your master? Oh, his name is not important anymore. He was a, a necromancer of power where bad things happened, and now he's sort of trapped in time. <laughs> oh, is, there... is he from... Um, was he from that area to the east? I mean the west. The other direction. The really far away um, halfling city? Yes. That mines the time-stopping crystals? Or used to. No, he just owned a lot of the crystals. Something went wrong. Yeah, um, about a hundred years ago. Thereabouts. He's no threat, and I would prefer it if you leave him alone, as his ending of existence would also end mine. Mm -hmm. And I like serving my new master. What is your master's name? He doesn't know. He doesn't have one. He hasn't taken one yet. We should name him. Silversun. That's the city I yes, was thinking Silver of. Yes, Silversun is the one you're thinking of. The shade at the other end goes, Yes, yes, you're living. A name would be good. I would like a name. Um. Well, my name is Elias. Bobby. Bobby Corrin. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm very tempted to say yes just to keep that old joke that going. Terrible, but... terrible, terrible no, no, no. name. Yep. Um, we already Frederick used that one Archibald too. the second chugger buddy. That sounds complicated. Can't I just have one of yours? No. No. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Math or Steve. Ooh, Matthias. Matthias was the founder of my order. I like Jimmy. It sounds good. Upbeat. Very friendly. What what race owns that name? Um, humans? I've heard of mostly humans named that. Humans. And it's usually an abbreviation for a longer name, but I've heard of Actually, people... a shorter name. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, it is, actually. actually no, it's it is a diminutive name. version of a... Jeremy. James. James. Or James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it is quite friendly-sounding name. A human name. Then I wish to be human. Oh. What do humans become again? Out of character? Werewolves or vampires. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know how you could become human. I don't think 
I don't think that's the point. I think you have to... You don't need to become something. You just are. You exist as good. But this form is... limited. I don't know a way to... To become human, you would have to eradicate a human. Is that how it works? That would be evil. So, oh, yeah. Whoever they were yeah, gets we kind of overridden. What about this guy? And then I, I point to Smithers. His is a form that will not work. Something oh, okay. else powers it. Right, you could power it instead. <clears throat> I don't think it would work. Are there not bad humans? If I wish to be good, wouldn't it be acceptable for me to replace a bad human with good? Well, it's a fine gray line. Actually, we pause a second. Not, pa- not re- literally pause, but... Right, I was right. about to, so thanks. Um, I want to pick... Who's the person who's been really annoying to us? Ha! <laughs> uh, a lot of people. Sordell. Count yeah, Sordell. I feel like Sordell's been a problem with us. <laughs> I love your guys as a party because moral is variable with you guys. <laughs> this is to- this is totally immoral, but uh, my character's Kate. a giverant. <laughs> K do- doesn't care because he'd like to see Sordell gone. Hmm. I feel like I'm missing some of my. We notes. really want to give a shade that kind of power, though. A shade that we've helped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't know what's going that. to happen. No, this is. <laughs> you would be very much against this, I feel, Elias. <laughs> yeah, Elias would be. Like, yes, it was Sordo. Yeah, it was Sordo. Yeah, it was Sordo. So, okay, back in character. There is a gentleman. His name. He, he leads one of the houses up in the city. The house of Sordo is rather a disreputable, despicable character. It would be quite the greater good for you to overtake him and transform that house into a power for the positive in this city. Is power ever good? That is the question. Let's turn this into a philosophy. I I spew a little poison out of my hands. Why, yes it is. (laughs) Wait, literally? That's a power you have? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Elias, do you say anything? This statement? Uh, Wait a minute. I'm, that is essentially c- convicting, uh, con- condemning Sordell to death. A man who condemned us to death by trapping us in a vault and trying to kill us simply because we found a scroll that he lost. And then tried to ruin our reputation by using whatever Hocus forms. Pocus. Yeah, using... What are they? Doppelgangers. Yeah, the doppelgangers, which are evil. Mm. To replace us, this guy seems like he will stop at nothing to destroy us and dominate the town, and I'm not in favor of that. Exactly. Um, the dwarf also, says, then your mom is not in favor of as that. As far as any of us know, then Thank he you. would be a vampire or a werewolf or some other... Cursed creature. How will he get along? Well, he's so, a... Yeah, that, um, Mr. Uh, Sir Jimmy. I'm not sure you can become a full human. 
You would be a cursed human if we took the approach that they have been suggesting. But, Jimmy, you would acquire solid corporeal form, and if you became a vet or a werewolf, you would simply only be a werewolf at certain times of the month. When did when did Morthok become evil? I, I Morthok has never been evil. Morthok is opportunistic and recognizes power. Oh, okay. And to turn someone who is an enemy into a friend? Absolutely. Yeah. Were I to do this, would I be able to eat food? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah. vampires eat food? Well, Wait a minute. Yeah, vampires eat people. Well, how do we know you're not going to eat people? If it's a werewolf, well, how then... Did, does he get the choice? choice cho- does All he right. get to choose if he's a werewolf or a vampire? How, does, how is that determined? It's not been well studied yet. Nope. I'm going to... Okay. <laughs> so it could be really bad or So we have a case study. You could, get, you could get a publication at the NH school. <laughs> Can Actually, you? that would be interesting. I'll pull up my spellbook and flip the back and start writing. <laughs> <laughs> you... Can you read? I don't know. What is read? I'm going to pull out my... Um, what is Paylor? Holy book, whatever that is. Book of Paylor? Perfect. Yes. Book of Paylor. Yep, and then the, the writings of of St. Matthias as well. And I hold it up to him and... Just, I hand it to him. I don't know. He doesn't have hands, no, really. No, he doesn't reach out to try to grab it, but he, his head moves forwards. Yeah. And then a few seconds later... I do not understand these squiggles, but they are interesting. Can you help me to be Soradel? Well, to make sure that you're good, you must... <laughs> Wait, Soradel's a human, right? Yeah. 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 Wait, he is? I thought he was no. I thought uh, he was human. I believe he was human. Check my no. chart. I could be wrong. He's human. He is? Okay. I think... Sure. Well, just to make sure. No, he's halfling. So is he a gnome? Well, gnomes aren't so bad. (laughs) Right? What do gnomes do that's evil? I thought he was. I swear he was an elf. Okay, well, whatever. I thought he was a human. I've got it as halfling on my. Okay, so. um, I have. If he's a halfling, then I have to backtrack on everything I just said, and I am totally against this. I'm still completely for it. Well, then he'll also say, is a halfling as good as a human? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us. They have been known to be good. Is a halfling as good as a human? A halfling is as good as a human. See? Good good in the moral sense or good in just being awesome at things? Good in a moral sense. Okay, just checking. Generally... Your present so company are you, excluded. Yeah, I was going to say, are you not actually a halfling then? <laughs> well, <laughs> next. <laughs> look, I don't like to talk about it, okay? So, <laughs> I suppose halflings did create the sword that Paylor gave to Matthias to defeat the evil of the in downfall. So there is good in halflings. Then I think it is okay for me to be a halfling. Well, you would. Would he be noticeably different? As a gnome? Yes. Gnomes are generally pretty reclusive. I mean, you know, still evil, but it's not like they have crazy powers I think like a werewolf or anything. He wouldn't be able to show his face in public anymore. I think my question, my real question is, is well, will his don't... intent change when he takes over somebody else? Like. 
when you Since change the host, does that change your motivations? It's not well studied. None of this is. <laughs> None of this is. <laughs> it's That's not the sure. question. That could be very bad. This could be very bad. If you bad. agree, or it could must... be really, really great. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be really, really bad. We're not doing this. I'm okay with it if he, we agree he tries to become good means he will attend or visit the church, the Cathedral of Pelor, every day. As a halfling? Yes. I agree. There's that one halfling that visits. I disagree. I think <laughs> Brother Elias here makes some excellent points. No, he doesn't. <laughs> well, then we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on him and make sure he fo- follows what is good. This. Why do you want to be good? You asked the shade that? Yeah. I don't know. I. What motivated you on this train of thought? Good seems to be the way to live. Well, how do you know of good? I don't know. Maybe an absence of bad? Okay, I'm down for that. Also, this would allow us... We could study you as well, if you volunteered. That would be a great benefit. Would I get to do good? Yes, that would be great. a great good. I want to do great good. Help me become this Sorinel. If we knew how to... Caius? <laughs> You're steaming over there. I see smoke coming out of your ears. Stop me. Do you have a say one way or the other? I have nothing for or against House Sorinel. I don't know why you chose that house out of all the... Ruling houses. They tried well, as we. They tried to murder us a couple times. I'm assuming so have a lot of other people, but pretty much everybody has actually. You're a band of adventurers. Of course, people are going to try and murder you. No, no, this doesn't seem right. I just. Who can we? I don't think that. Maybe you know, there's it a... serves. This could go so wrong. Maybe there's a but so so wrong. But great. Profit comes from great risk. No, 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 no. You've got it backwards. Great risk requires great profit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's... It's a rule of acquisition that I just made up. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Elias? Maybe there is a man contemned to die who would volunteer for this instead. Indeed. I like this. I like like that. But a, but a man contend that I gains us nothing. Swordell gains us so much. Well, it gains us knowledge. I will talk to Swordell. Well, the quest... When we are done with this, I will set an appointment with him. Did you try to bang his daughter? Wait, I have a question. No. That was a different house. That's a different house. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, besides, so... and besides, I've tried to see many ladies while in town, and maybe... Um, Alright, I have another question. So does the shade retain the consciousness of the inside the person, or does the shade just twist the consciousness of the person that's already there and make it worse? So, because the sword all gets worse, we are screwed. I pull out a book and <laughs> flip through the book. It's not well studied. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. This is a per- but this is the perfect opportunity for our friend to do good. And we can spy converting a known and condemned criminal, powerless man, 
No, but we will be able to gain knowledge but from we, studying. We will be yeah. able to gain knowledge, and maybe we can repeat the repeat the experiment on Swordell at a later date. What's the shade doing while we're discussing this? I'm seriously watching. Discussing helping a shade anyway. They are inherently evil creatures. Can they be though? Can they be good though? This Just one's weird though. Are they known to be deceptive? Shades? Yeah. Aren't they? There's not really much known to be about them in in this natural form because you almost always encounter them after they've corrupted a. Right. Another being. Are Shades are normally so deep. When they're corrupted another being. Well, the other beings usually become evil. Are or they always well become studied? evil. So. Do they behave like this? Because I'm under the impression... I am operating under the impression not that right. no, we know nothing about Shades, but under the impression that this one's acting very different from yes. other... a little bit of both. As far as we know, this one is acting extremely different right. than normal, which is why I'm saying we shouldn't waste this opportunity exactly. on someone who is... Already condemned to die. Ask the butler what he thinks. If my master wishes to take a physical form, then I support him. No, 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 no. Not whether or not you support him. What do you think will happen? Should he attempt this? Yeah. I do not know. He is different. Okay. All right. It probably would (laughs) not be exactly like what all the other shades do, but what that would mean, I do not know. Here's the other thing about Swordo. We do not have a good handle on the balances of power or how things work in town. There could be severe unintended consequences in general. We'll deal with those consequences as they come. This is a consequence directly in front of us. Could it cause problems with the guy that has us hired out kind of guy? Uh, Resonante? Yeah. Because he and Swordell don't get along. We would have to tell him that this would happen, wouldn't we? Hmm? Because if not, and he sees us hanging out with Swordell... We might have problems. Well, I believe we need some additional help. And so, um, I pull out two small stones and I hold them in my hand. And they're kind of like semi-precious looking gemstones. And I shake them around for, like, I start shaking them, and it's like a minute, and you see him, like, muttering words to himself. You should join a band. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what the dwarf says. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you hear, like, Paylor and Guidance and some other words along that line. And then, yeah, I'm doing this for, like, a minute. <laughs> and then I drop them on the table, and I cast Augury. Which... Let's you know things. By casting sp- or some some other divining tool, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. I'll give you inspiration for that. Oh, good. So, we all want to know if it's a good idea to help him find a body. I guess, should we talk, I think... I'm going to say, spe- say specifically Sorodel. If it would be helpful... If it would be good well, just or bad. You, it doesn't tell you whether it's good or bad, right? It, it does. just tells you what happens. Nope, it tells here. Yeah, let me see. It says good or bad. Oh. Yeah, okay, let's see. Wheel oh, or woe? We are getting old. So no, just him. Needs I'm the oldest person in this room. Especially he looks older, though. Should I change the outcome? Yeah. Okay, you get wheel and woe. It will be good and it will be bad. 
<laughs> if we help him transform into sword elf. Yes. Clearly we'll. No, I said both. It'll also it's be bad. For us. Wheel came see, first. Unintended, see unintended consequences. We can't be going around messing with this stuff. Let's give him to a condemned prisoner. Wait, what did we get out That would be a bad idea? Wheel, wheel and woe means, it, it, wheel means good things will happen and bad things will happen. Wheel is a fancy word for good, I guess. Hmm. I'm learning words from Dungeons and Dragons. So, <laughs> good and bad things would happen if this happened, but probably good and bad things would happen if we didn't put them in. No, it doesn't... Nothing would... It's basically, things would continue. It's basically the same. Yeah, it would help. Yeah. There would be good things that would happen, and there would be bad things that would happen. For us. Like, I'm assuming that's what the augury spell means. Like, it means good for me. That's what I was kind of assuming, too, since yeah. it doesn't actually say. Yeah. It would make sense. Yeah, and I can't just keep casting it, because... If you cast the spell two or more times before completing the next long rest, there's a cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first to get you a random reading. Nice. <laughs> so I can't just keep doing this, asking slightly different questions until I get the perfect thing. Right, it's not 20 questions to ghosts. Right. <laughs> you, get it, you can do it one more time and get a good answer. Likely. No, get a, no I'll have a 75% chance of getting an answer. Oh, increased likelihood. So now I've got a 75% chance of it working and a 25% chance of getting a... He rolls a secret die. And says so whatever I want. Right. It'll be perfect for you. I have, I have laid my case as the party decides. It I sounds like the party is more interested in this useless condemned I just feel criminal. like it has to be well, somebody that volunteers anyway. to do it. Not even that. Just we need a volunteer. Volunteer. It would be evil to force anybody to change. Unless the person is already evil. No, that would still be evil. <laughs> hmm. You have a very twisted view of good, sir. <laughs> so do you, sir. <laughs> as well as your twisted view of evil. This is so strange and unusual of a situation. I don't know what to do. I say no. What? I say we vote. You have no guts. You have no guts, man. Dwarf. Man, dwarf. Uh, <laughs> I have been living long enough to realize. Because <laughs> you're old. I'm the oldest person here. You are. You have lived so long. Go ahead, sorry. This whole conversation is a lot funnier when you picture all your guys as old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't make him sort out. Well, but, but, but even then, I was already 187 years old. Yes. Right, but you didn't have any gray hairs. Or did you? Well, not really, no. You have you have lived so long that you've forgotten the advantages of taking risks and what good things can come from them. I well, there are control, but there are there's there's risks I've, you can control and react to, and then there's risks that I've um, learned uncontrollable risks. We have known risks, we have unknown risks, and we have known unknown unknown risks. Would you follow us and let many unknown, us unknowns. study you, and then determine whether or not? To let you inhabit someone? I wish to be as a person as soon as I can. If if you are not people who are evil, then I think I can follow you. Why are we still discussing letting a shade or encouraging a shade to kill someone? See, that's where oh, I'm no. at. I'm so against I this. Have... 
Because we Poor. don't even... I'm starting to wonder if it would kill him. Shades are evil. That's all they do. The shade would absolutely it's... kill the uh, the creature that it inhabits. That is well known. That <laughs> is well known. <laughs> it is? It is known. Not it... all shades are evil. This one clearly isn't. It does seem like whoever the person was, what? they change after they've been inhabited by a shade. What evidence do you have that says that this shade is not evil? Why hasn't he infected one of us already? Because he's manipulating you because he wants a particular target. Ah, what is what is my insight? <laughs> he seems against... trustworthy. I say to the, <laughs> the shadow monster, <laughs> wear pants. <laughs> Look at his vest <laughs> and <laughs> his pants. Okay, well, how about this? What if you know? I, I like I like the idea of further study of taking this shade to the uh, Pelorian church and having them study him further. And I don't think the Paylorian is going to happen to Paylor. At the temple to Paylor, they're going to do exactly what you expect them to do, which is not study a shade, which is attempt to kill it because shades are evil. Can you kill a shade? They have been known to be destroyed. Yeah. I just thought they were an entity that you couldn't do anything to. Wasted opportunity. Well, I'm not down for killing him either. I just don't think we should kill somebody for him to inhibit. Unless they volunteer. I think that's reasonable. I'm going to try to cast Insight. No, roll for Insight to see if he's lying. Cast Insight. Wait, wait, wait. Is it easier for us to kill a gnome or a werewolf? Probably a gnome. All right, let's 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 infect somebody <laughs> that is no. a halfling. Then. So Dude, I'm, how about he infects you? Yeah, I'm going to try to see kidding. if he's lying about wanting to be good. <laughs> Just kidding. My hand fumbles with my sword. <laughs> Given he has no face, you have no clue if it's lying. Are shades intelligent? Not usually. Yes. Or at least there hasn't See, been... This one's... Like, there hasn't been a ton of contact, like a, a ton of direct contact with shades as shades. It's almost always after they've infected someone, because the shades usually reside very, very deep underground. What if this is... Or surprise people. I mean... I just want to know... Maybe, Ka- maybe Caius is right, and... I mean, maybe this is a standard predatory tactic. I mean, maybe maybe even the Shade isn't even aware of it. He could just be driven by instinct. I just want to know is, why was the zombie butler inhabiting a region where Shades frequently traffic to find a Shade to hang out with? Yeah? <laughs> this is a good question. The butler responds... I wasn't specifically searching for him, sir. It was more of an oddity that I came across. But why has your master who's still living not called you back to his service since a zombie has to be created by someone and is then bound to their service? He is trapped in time. For how long? How did he get trapped in time and who trapped him there? He made a mistake with some temporocyte and created a stasis bubble around himself. Do you know his true name? I mean, he's really, I mean, the one that he gives people? Hmm? No, he did not give one. No. There's so many, oh, there's so much to learn, but it could be. Risk. I would not risk Paylor's wrath to seek this knowledge. Do we know anybody that would volunteer to do this? I am with Caius <clears throat> on this matter, as of now. Um... <laughs> 
So you want to know if you'd know anyone that would volunteer? Yeah. You guys know that the, you know, the prison that hangs off the side of the chasm houses some pretty, pretty terrible people. And I don't want them, a terrible person. I just want well, a person. Some of them might be willing to volunteer for such a thing. We're going to turn right. a super criminal into a super vampire criminal. More of the question is, would any of the street people that I know, would they be willing uh, no. to give up their life because their life is so terrible but they're not necessarily bad? You're not sure. This is kind of a different situation. Yeah, it's so even if someone was like, you know, dying of disease and poor and living in the gutter, it's hard to say if they'd be willing to take the risk of potentially merging with something like this, you know. Because the thing that Dorf is most worried about, I think, right now is the fact that it not necessarily, it corrupts the individual more than anything. So it doesn't necessarily replace who they are, it just corrupts who they already are. So if it's an evil person and they get corrupted, how much more evil are they? Right. Well, considering that everything that has been corrupted is evil. Except for the one person we're talking about. That was a lot. <laughs> oh, oh you know this what for a fact. Gives you any indication that even a good person corrupted is going to turn out something other than evil. Their soul is removed. They have no soul to save. But does that mean that they have to be evil? Can't you choose to be good? Doesn't good require a soul? I have no idea. <laughs> It's, we are plumbing some philosophical... <laughs> yes, this is out of some character. Some D&D this is, <laughs> we, we are plumbing some interesting philosophical depths here. In standard um, Pelorian uh, theology doctrine, that's what it's called. Theodoctrine. Uh, he is right that you must have a soul. That's why only the six races... Right. What if you Things like shades were... were, were um, accidental things that were created from the remains. They, they were never intended by the gods. And that's also why Paylor allows all uh, races to follow him. Except for sages, because they're not racist. They're not a race. <laughs> even though they exist. There could be even a... Jimmy track. looks at you guys and says, is there some way that I can convince you that I wish to be good? Oh, I know you we want genuinely, to be We genuinely believe you when you say you want to be good. We just no. don't know. We just don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. Everybody but guys. Everybody, everybody but believe. this guy. What was we that just, sir? Do not. What? You, halfling, may believe. We as a group do not believe. I spoke too soon. But I am totally opposed to the sword L idea. <sighs> you guys are killing me. Alright, I think we should, uh, what? Out of character, fair. call for a vote, make a decision here. I think that's what we have to do. Yeah. Yep. I think we're at a decision point. I just. So, uh, uh, options, what is our question? What are our options? I think our options on the table are uh, sword L, kill it right now, or um, find somebody else. Find somebody else. So, how are we going to vote? Whether or not that person is willing or a criminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was willing first. Will, yeah, a willing person. Well, well, once we we have three options of Sordell, someone else, or kill the shade. Right. Yeah. Once we, if we choose one of those options, there's another split. Sure. So let's just work off those three options first. Okay, let's start yeah. there. Okay. Okay. Uh, I vote 
Um, kill it now. Kill it now. Kill it now. I vote Sordo. And I vote someone else. And I vote someone else. So we're tied. And Jimmy says, and I vote. Wait. <laughs> what? What and, and, vote wait, what is that? <laughs> Caius? Caius votes now. Kill it now. So we have or, two for now, yep. two for someone else, one for Sordo. So now you all have to re-vote between kill it now or someone else. Yep. Or I guess just a volunteer. more thoughtcasted change. Yep. Or... Morthok has to choose. That's, that's, that's true, you're right. Yeah, that's it. Morthok changes, he chooses. And we are Morthok and friends. <laughs> <laughs> so his vote counts for two. No, it's, it would be a tiebreaker anyway. So, What did Jimmy vote? He votes to... Jimmy doesn't get a vote. <laughs> well, but he, he would. He, he still raised his it. hand We're doing to... it out of character vote. I still want to know. No, this is in character. What, what would Jimmy vote for? You ask him? Yeah. I would wish to exist. That is not a vote. We gave you three options. <laughs> he doesn't care then what we do as long as we don't kill him. His vote is to kill him now. <laughs> <laughs> not right. that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Morthok. I know. I'm trying to figure out what Morthok would do, to be honest. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, because nope. if he's just random person or just person who's going to be a criminal, he wouldn't. He would not want that because he doesn't see it as advantageous. Well, you could put the person in power, I guess, or they could join our team. Yeah, but that's a lot less clean. Mm -hmm. And now it's creating risk that is... It's the same risk, but less advantage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same risk, but significantly less advantage in his mind. So that's what he sees. Okay, I can see that. And so, I think Morthok would kill it. Dun, dun, dun. So, I hate your character you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you were with me for so long. Wait, sorry, Josiah was talking. Oh yeah, sorry. We have three votes for kill it now and two votes for infect someone else. So it would seem. All right, I get my holy. I get my holy symbol ready. Okay, um, that is the end of an episode here, though. So yeah. we'll stop it conveniently there. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens here. That wraps things up for today's episode of Downfall, our Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes, donating through PayPal on our website, supporting us on Patreon, or spreading the word to your friends. You can send us an email anytime at downfalldnd at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans and love hearing what you guys enjoyed about the show. Thanks for listening.